Hello and welcome to Context, the podcast that I kind of just fill you in on some context of my life. In today's episode, we are actually talking about Mercury pre-shadow period and Mercury retrograde and the post-shadow period. This was recorded live on Insight Timer with an interactive comment and chat. So throughout this episode, you'll hear me interacting and answering questions from those who attended this live. If you want to follow me on Insight Timer and to be a part of a live recording of a episode here on Context, you can find me under the name LL on Insight Timer. That's spelled E-L space L. That is currently the name that I have on Insight Timer. So just wanted to record this really quickly, just so you know, and I hope you enjoy. In today's talk, we are discussing the pre-shadow period, and the actual Mercury retrograde that is officially starting on August 23rd, 2023, and will last until September 14th, 2023. So I have some channeled messages from Source, from Spirit, that I I asked my guys, I said, what does the collective need to know in regards to this specific Mercury retrograde? So if this is your first time learning about mercury retrograde or maybe you've maybe you've heard of it before but you've never really actually taken the time to learn more about it but you just hear all these people saying ah you know mercury's in retrograde again boo everything's like just blame it on mercury everything's going wrong blah 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 you might have heard that you this may be familiar to you this might be completely new to you and that's okay this talk is for anybody regardless if this is your 100 100th time actively being aware that we are in mercury retrograde or if this is your first time so some basic information mercury is a planet in our solar system if you didn't know about that <laughs> you're probably i don't know it depend, i don't want to judge your education but like I feel like that's something that most of us learn. Um, The planets, you know, we have Earth. Mercury is a planet that revolves around our sun and the Milky Way galaxy. We know this. Amazing. Mercury is the planet that rules communication, travel, and technology. It is one of the fastest moving planets in our solar system, and it is closest to the Earth. So its orbital path, what does that mean? When the planet orbits around the Earth, the path that it is on is a little bit more speedy than its neighboring planet. So when it passes by Earth, every time that it makes its round around Earth, this happens three to four times a year. So when Earth makes its way around the sun, Earth has an orbital path that we call one year. Our 365 days, it takes 365 days for the Earth to make one singular loop around the sun. Amazing. Mercury, on the other hand, can... (laughs) Mercury, if, if, if the orbital path was a race, Mercury is laughing at Earth's face and is running and lapping and triple, quadruple lapping. So Mercury actually passes Earth three to four times every single year. What happens when Mercury passes Earth? That is when Mercury is in retrograde. Now, what is a retrograde? Technically, Mercury is not really retrograding at all. It just appears to be doing so. And I know that that might sound confusing, but the reason we call it a retrograde is because when 
I don't know the science behind it, but the gravitational pull between Earth and Mercury, it makes Mercury look like it is rotating backwards. But it's not. It's just moving slower. So that is why we call it retrograde, because it appears to be spinning backwards. But actually, it is just slowed down. And this connects to things on Earth being a little bit muddled. So communication, technology, and travel, information processing, creative expression, things like this, these are things that are affected during a Mercury retrograde. Now, you might be asking, well, the Mercury retrograde doesn't start until August 23rd. Today, when I'm recording this, it is August 14th for me, for some of you. It's it's the 15th when you're tuning in, listening in. Um, because I am record for those of you who are listening to this, I am recording this live and we have people from all over the globe. So you might be saying, well, that's a week away or a week and a half away. Why am I already having technology glitches? Why am I already having delays in communication? That is because there is this wonderful, amazing thing called the pre-shadow period to the retrograde. Some people feel this two weeks prior some people feel this three weeks prior. You might even feel it if you're really sensitive, a highly sensitive person, if you're really tuned in with the world, you might even feel this a little bit like four weeks before. Now, there's also a post-shadow period, which is also two to three, maybe. I, I personally have not experienced four weeks after. I think three weeks is kind of the cut for me, but... What does that mean, pre-shadow, post-shadow period? What's the difference between a pre-shadow and the actual Mercury retrograde? The difference is that we just might be feeling the effects a little bit early. And I like to say, if you have an intense pre-shadow period, it's probably an insight to a continuation of that intensity for the next few weeks after, during the actual retrograde. And the post-shadow, hopefully will be less intense. But if you've been cruising, you've been having a great uh, end of July, early August, you might have a bit of an intense mid-August to early September, and then the rest of September might be a little bit kooky, but maybe not. How we react and how we move forward with our emotions, with the circumstances that we are in in Mercury retrograde, it is up to us to be patient, to give grace, to be compassionate, and to be understanding. If you are a resilient person, if you are optimistic, you might get through this Mercury retrograde a little bit easier versus if you are somebody who gets upset by the slightest inconvenience, you might just be having a really not great time. And why is that? I always like to believe that during a Mercury retrograde, we have this three to four times a year Every year of our lifetime, this is a time that we learn how to see frustration and anger and turn it into joy, laughter, patience, compassion, love, and light. These are lessons that we learn during Mercury Retrograde. So what I have channeled for our collective is to be patient, move slow, give yourself and others ease, grace, and compassion. Something really, really um, 
I got dreams about this a few months ago too. Something that I, it's not a warning, but just really be aware. Car accidents and crashes are heightened at this time. So if you are on the road, please be present, go slow. And if you feel like you really need to rush, like if you feel like you're in a rush and you have to get somewhere really, really fast, take a deep breath and remind yourself everything is happening in divine time and you will arrive exactly when you need to in the most divine time. So if you are feeling really upset or frustrated, I'm going to ask you for your safety. It might be good to take a few minutes to the side of the road, take a deep breath, get grounded before getting back on the road. Be aware of other people on the road because that's the thing with driving. You can't control other people. So even if you are patient and calm, just be aware of others around you. And if you are feeling like you need to take a different route for that day or you need to leave like 20, 30 minutes earlier than you would have originally, listen to your gut instincts because they are probably guiding you in the safe way. God forbid anything happens to you or your loved ones during this time, but I already know so many people who have either nicked their cars or have seen crazy car accidents on the highway or have been stuck in traffic because there were two crashes ahead of them. So just take this knowledge and don't allow it to be fear, but allow it to just influence your sense of, can I take some extra time for myself? Can I take a deep breath? Stuff like that. So other things that I have channeled are double check your emails and text messages, quadruple check important communication. So if you are sending an email to someone, if you're sending a text, just give it a double, especially if it's important, like look at it three or four times, read it out loud, look at it, make sure there's no typos. You know, we have a lot of communication technology glitching during Mercury retrograde. So glitching, typos, sending something to the wrong person, like this stuff happens all the time, but it especially happens during Mercury retrograde and the pre and the post shadow period. So quadruple check important communication so that you don't miscommunicate. If you must sign a document or uh, for new work or housing or an agreement, whether it's a lease or a contract, if you have to sign an important document like this, please quintuple check, like check it once, put it away, check it twice, check it three times, four, five times, really make sure that you feel that this is in alignment with you. Make sure you are grounded and centered before you sign before you say yes really make sure that you are taking the time with yourself to check in that it is good if your gut is telling you not to do something listen to it um, especially if it is in regards to a former relationship um, of any kind reaching out so this is a big theme we have during mercury retrograde is past relationships coming back in and something really awesome and exciting about this current Mercury retrograde is we also have the planet Venus, planet of relationships, in retrograde. So there's a lot of breakups happening, a lot of uh, deeper arguments and communication trial and error happening within relationships on top of what's happening within the Mercury retrograde. So 
you might feel like you need to reach out to somebody who you used to be close with, whether they were romantic, platonic, sexual, whatever it is, you might feel like you want to reach out to them. Listen to your gut and do not reach out to an ex unless you are ready for the karmic tie, this cosmic tie that you have to these people, for them to intensify and latch on 10 times stronger than before. And what does that look like? Maybe they're in your dreams. Maybe you're thinking about them all the time. Maybe you wish they were with you. Do not reach out unless you want those feelings and emotions to intensify for them to come back into your life after years and years and years. You know, it is not up to us how things work out, but if you are feeling like you really don't want this person in your life, do not give them the time of day or energy during this Mercury retrograde. Do not give them the time or energy during this Venus retrograde. Venus retrograde ends on September 3rd. Mercury retrograde ends on September... Oh, I had it written down. Uh, September 14th. There are still a couple weeks after September 14th that you might not want to reach out. It can wait. And if it's really something emergency and like you have to talk to them, it's going to be okay. If you need to find clarity. Here's, here's the thing. If you have a relationship that things are murky, that you need to find clarity on them, that you want closure. If this cannot be done with yourself, like if it can't just be writing yourself a letter, if it can't just be thinking, talking to a therapist about it, if you feel like you absolutely have to talk to this person to get clear on how to move forward, you can do it. Just know that you I'm going to recommend that you know exactly what you want out of the situation and that you listen to your gut on when to reach out or when not to reach out. I know that's a little bit of contradicting to itself, but just listen to yourself and your mind might tell you, oh, I really want, I wish they were here. I really want to talk to them. Tune into your heart, tune into your gut, Take a deep breath. Say, do I really need to do this? Or is this just something I really want to do? Is this something my ego is craving? Is this something they want me to do? Because when we have really close relationships, you might energetically feel somebody thinking about you, somebody yearning for you to reach out to them. You might feel their thoughts. You might not be aware of it, but you might be feeling that they are thinking about you and that might make, that might make you want to reach out to them. You don't need to listen to that. You don't have to reach out to them. We're almost through what I have channeled and then we're going to get to the, some questions. So injuries, clumsiness, move slowly, go with the flow. I can tell you right now, literally today, I have already burned. You can't see it. Um, I reached over my pan and it was hot and I have a little, maybe you can't see it. I have a little burn on my wrist. I nicked myself on my thumb today already. I am tripping over things, running into things, spilling water. Clumsiness is enhanced at this time. This is something that happens during Mercury retrograde. For me, I know if I am not like adamantly aware that we are in a pre-shadow period, I will know because I will be constantly spilling water every day. Every day in the pre-shadow period, I bump into something. I almost knock out water. I almost... Um, you know, I'm almost like I burned something. You know what I mean? Like it is clumsiness is bound to happen. So 
This is just a reminder to move slowly, to make sure you are grounded, to make sure you are in your center, like really, really just uh, like be moving slowly. Don't rush through anything. Be patient. Go easy on yourself. Give yourself grace and compassion. And if you are into metaphysical stuff, you might want to take note mentally. Where are you getting injured? Does this have significance on things in your life that you need to let go of, that you need to move through, that you are being, um, uh, I was going to say inflexible, that you are being like set in stone. Like what, what do these things, what can they tell you? You know, like that's something that I like to do personally. You don't have to do that. So the last thing that I have channeled is try to avoid starting any new projects or any new ideas unless you are 100% certain and have 100% faith and compassion as you start this project. Knowing that it might not turn out the way that you think it will, knowing that it might take a lot longer for it actually to get started. Try to avoid starting new things. Try to nurture the things that are already that have already begun. And if you are, if you are starting something new that you've been thinking about for months, that you're aware about for a few weeks, that's okay. Just know that it might turn out a little bit in way, it might just turn out a little bit differently than you are imagining it to. So that being said, we do have some questions. So let me scroll all the way back up. Something else that happens during Mercury retrograde is having really intense dreams. So something you can do is you can call upon Archangel Michael or to call upon your guides and ask them to protect you in the dreamscape, allow you to sleep with peace, with happy dreams, full of love. Somebody says, I had an anxious, heavy feeling stuck frequency lately, starting early in the day. I've been working on a morning routine to help me. I feel this way pretty much all day until I motivated myself with an inside timer track to go outside. I listen to tracks about feeling safe while walking. Beautiful. That is another thing I will say with Mercury retrograde, feelings of doubt, anxiety, uncertainty, limiting beliefs, and this lack mentality. If you have not healed through these things, they may come back or even if you have healed through these things, they may come back. I find myself feeling waves of depression and anxiety during Mercury retrograde, and I just have to remind myself that it's going to pass and that this is something that I am experiencing because I am a human being. Be patient, move slow, give yourself and others ease and compassion. Yes. Somebody else says, last week I was sitting in front of my computer waiting for my therapist to come into the Zoom room about 10 minutes and she texts me, are you still available to me? I realize I hadn't hit the enter the room button. Yep. Stuff like this happens all the time. All the time. Three days later, it happened with your other therapist. Oh my gosh. Yep. Somebody asks, do you have any tips for listening to your intuition? That is a really good question. If you're listening to this and you're like, well, how do I connect to my intuition? How do I connect to my highest self? I do have talks on this already. I do. Um, one of my most recent podcast episodes, I think, was live recorded here on Insight Timer, Connecting to Your Highest Self. I do talk about ways that you can connect with yourself, but really it's everybody connects to their intuition differently. So it's important that you are grounded when you want to connect to your intuition. You might feel something in your gut. It's probably not going to feel heavy. It'll probably just be a, a ping or 
Um, if it's a warning of something, maybe it'll be a little bit stronger, but when it comes to listening to your intuition, really make sure that you are coming from a grounded place and that you aren't judging yourself. Something that I always like to say that is if you doubt a thought that you have, like say that your intuition, and maybe you don't know it's your intuition, but say you're getting ready for work in the morning and your intuition is like, oh, I need to call so-and-so today on my way to work. If the next thing that you think is like, wait, that was weird. Why did I think that? Why? No, I don't. They're doing fine. I don't need to talk to them. If you are doubting the thoughts that are coming through to your intuition, that is just a confirmation of your intuition. So follow your intuition. Call the person that your, your intuition is like, oh, I should check up on this person on my way to work. Maybe if an ex, if it's an ex, don't do that. But this was just an example that spirit was having me, um, having me say. So I hope that makes sense. Someone asks, question, gut over heart. So it is important that when we... The heart wants what it wants. And I definitely think it's important to open your heart and to listen to your heart. But really when it comes down to it, the heart might be longing for a connection that the gut knows is not good for you. Your gut might tell you, you let that person go for a reason. They brought toxic energy into your life. They brought you down. But your heart says, oh, but they felt so good. And, and uh, they make me feel so safe. But really, do you feel safer when you feel lower in vibrational energy because they've sucked out energy from you, that they've dampened your mood, really, that you feel like you need to be with them? Is it a place of codependency that you're coming from with the heart? You know, so when you are listening to your heart, make sure that your intuition, your gut is in check as well. I think it's amazing to listen to every part of your body and your vessel, your mind, your heart, your gut, all of it. But specifically when it comes to Mercury retrograde, I feel like with our intuition, this is going to be the most helpful versus the heart, which might be swayed in different directions. We have another question. These retrogrades happen frequently and seem to always be challenging to deal with. Are there any retrogrades that have positive effects? This is a really, really great question. I will say we are currently in retrograde season. Why do these retrogrades happen so frequently? As I mentioned before, every single planet has its own gravitational path, its own orbit pattern. So every year we have different planets that are in retrograde or every year that each planet, you know, when they make one loop around the sun, that's that, that planet's year. You know what I mean? So each time they make their way around the sun, they will be close to earth and they will be retrograding from when you look from earth at these planets it looks like they're retrograding so we currently on top of the venus retrograde we also have pluto that is in retrograde saturn neptune and we're gonna have uranus also be in retrograde at the end of august and jupiter starting in september so we have a crap ton of these planets in retrograde right now so what does that mean what does that look like basically yes they can be challenging to deal with but this is a time of rejuvenation of transformation of reassessing our beliefs reassessing our relationships reassessing our career goals our life goals the choices of who we surround ourselves with what it is we want to do in this lifetime 
I see that this is positive. I feel like during a retrograde, you get to learn how to be more patient with yourself. You get to learn how to take care of yourself. Self-care is also a huge, huge thing of importance, especially during Mercury retrograde. Self-care, 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 self-love, self-care, self-care, self-care. We get to learn how to deal with other people, how to be calm and collected in the face of an explosion of things going quote unquote wrong. It is up to us to see things in life with a positive lens. So for example, during Mercury retrograde, say your computer crashed. Oh crap. Now you need to buy a new computer. You didn't have any of the hard drive saved. None of that. You need to start fresh. Some people might see that and say, oh my gosh, I'm so sad. All my pictures from years and years and years. Somebody else might say, how brilliant, an opportunity to upgrade my device, to have more gigabytes for future memories to hold. Maybe I wasn't supposed to hold on to those past memories that were stored in my computer. Maybe I was supposed to release that. If you like to believe that everything happens for a reason and you're able to see the silver lining in things, this is going to be a lot, this is going to be a helpful way to get through these Mercury, the Mercury retrograde, as well as any type of retrograde, looking for these silver linings, looking for what can I learn from the situation? I always like to think that that's a positive thing that we can take, but know that we are collectively transforming. We are shifting ways of being. We are shifting systems in place. You know, it, the shift, the systems aren't shifting like overnight, but we are taking action to saving our planet right now. You know, there is so much going on within these retrogrades that you can get caught up in the negativity, the negativity of it and the challenges, but you can also see these challenges and adversities as blessings. You can see these challenging things as miracles and as gifts to deal with in this lifetime. Because we all signed up for this human life together. You signed up for your life. I signed up for my life. We don't remember that we signed up for this life. But I mean, you, you don't have to believe that. But I like to believe that every single soul comes to this planet and knows exactly what they're going to experience, exactly the lessons they're going to learn. They're here on a little human vacay. You know, our soul is just experiencing a human lifetime right now. And so... When it comes to navigating these retrogrades, it's important to remember that just because everybody else sees this as a really, really poo-poo, blah, depressing time, it doesn't mean that it has to be. It doesn't mean that it will be. And the more that you can shift your mindset to, this is a time for me to slow down and give love and compassion because you never know what somebody is going through. And during the retrograde season right now, everybody, I can assure you every single person has something that they are going through right now. So if you can be that one person who spreads kindness and compassion when you're going to the store, when you're on public transportation, if you are one person who can show kindness, you might make somebody who is working, you might make their day, you might make their month. If you are able to, if they spill something, knock something over, oh, no problem, no worries. If you offer a helping hand, you just might shift their day for the better. So I like to I like to look at the positives of things like that. I hope that that answers your question. There's not necessarily a specific retrograde that is known to have like the most positive effects, but I will say that we shed things that don't serve us during retrogrades. 
We release things, we shed, and we transform and transmute things that don't serve us into things that do serve us. So that kind of goes with this other question, can they be good? Yes. These retrogrades, I always like to believe that there is no good, there is no bad, there just is. We are just existing and we don't have to place this label of good or bad, but you don't, you don't have to see things as bad. If you want to see things as good, you have every right to see things as good. If you are somebody who is feeling stuck right now, whether it's in regards to a career or a relationship, it might be reassuring that we are not supposed to know the future. We are not supposed to know how the path leads because if we had a clear path, it's probably somebody else's. This is a quote that my therapist shared with me a while ago, and I've mentioned it before, I think, but something like, if the path in front of you is completely clear, it's probably not your path. We are here on this planet. We are making our own authentic paths. You don't have to have everything figured out. And quite frankly, you shouldn't have everything figured out. And I don't like to use words like shouldn't, couldn't, wouldn't, whatever, like should, coulda, woulda. We don't need to we don't, we don't, we don't need to have that attitude of should or shouldn't, but we don't need to have everything figured out and it's not on us to do so. So take each day by day, every day, take it day by day, breath by breath, moment by moment. If you are feeling overwhelmed, it might be really helpful to make a list before you get overwhelmed. It might be really helpful to make a list of things that are self-soothing, things that you can do for self-love and self-care. For me, I made this list for myself recently. And what does that look like for me? Let me pull it up. Let me pull up my list. My little self-care, my self-love list that I made for myself. My list for things for self-care. I have a massage. I can give myself a massage. I can journal. I can say affirmations. I can make a yummy snack. I can take a nap. I can meditate. I can bathe or cleanse with water, sound, light, crystals, etc. I can walk or sit in nature. I can draw, doodle, or color. I can do EFT, some tapping. I can give myself little kisses. I'm somebody who loves affection. So just giving myself a little kiss here and there, that's a form of self-care. Uh, I can do art, paint, coloring. I can sing. I can drum. I can play music. I can shake and wiggle and stim and move my body, dance, move and flow. I can buy myself some roses and smell them. I can make or eat some dessert. I can feel my emotions and I, I wrote feel emotions, comma, cry even. So these are all little things of self-care that I can do. Having a warm cup of tea, stuff like that. So this might be really helpful if you want to have it quickly in your phone for a little notes app. Having things that you know can help you, whether it's phoning a friend, um, sitting with yourself in nature, giving yourself ample time to do a self-care night and like massage, facial, paint your nails, stuff like that. Having this list, if you're overwhelmed, it might be good. What is one thing I can do right now to bring myself back to myself, to ground, to get back? So we also have another question. Nearly everyone I know is falling out and arguing. Do you think this is the Venus retrograde or the shadow of Mercury retrograde? That is such a great question. I do believe that that is the Venus retrograde. In this Venus retrograde, we are learning how to navigate our relationships and we are releasing relationships that do not serve us. Sometimes it is up to us to activate that release and have a conversation with somebody. Sometimes it's up to spirit. Sometimes it's up to the universe to 
place this argument in our face for us to realize, oh, maybe this person isn't serving me. But just because people are arguing doesn't mean that you need to separate, doesn't mean that you need to break up or anything like that. You can learn how to have civil arguments with one another, how to have discussions and how to come back into union with one another in a place of understanding and compassion. But this talk isn't about Venus retrograde. Maybe maybe we'll do a Venus retrograde talk another time, but um, the Venus retrograde began in July. Did it start June actually? Hold on. Venus retrograde started July 22nd of 2023 and it will be it will be ending on September 3rd. So we are still in this Venus retrograde. So if there are people around you that feel toxic, friendships, romantic relationships, workplace relationships, it could be anything. If you are feeling that people are toxic around you, cut them out, set your boundaries and stick to them. Stick to your boundaries. The person who asked the question says, I wish it was that easy. I feel like I can't communicate with someone who is living in their child state. Yes. And it is not your job to try to change them. If you set your boundary and say, it is hard for me to communicate with you while you are behaving this way, in order for us to continue having this conversation, in order for us to continue benefiting from this relationship, I'm going to have to... I mean... You can't ask them to change, but you can tell them it is not up to you to change somebody, but you can set a boundary that's saying, if you are going to behave in this way, I don't think I can continue talking to you. If you do not feel like you can address this conversation, this relationship in a mature civil way, I feel like, and then say like, I feel like we either a need to take a break, need to pause, need to come back to this a different day or need to completely sever the relationship. We need to release this and move forward. You know, it is up to you to set whatever boundaries you feel aligned with, but communicating your boundaries and your needs is the is the only thing you can do right now, you know? I mean, it's not the only thing you can do, but it is a really big step towards creating this life for yourself. So that is what I have channeled. If anybody has any other questions, feel free to write them in the chat. We are bringing this talk to a close. Gentle reminders, move slowly, don't rush through anything. And in the past, I have channeled some information for Mercury Retrograde about breathing, being centered, ground yourself, protect yourself, have grace and patience and faith. Be aware that technology might glitch and be slower and frustrating. You might bruise yourself with clumsiness. You might be more susceptible to illness or disease or flus. So really make sure you are being safe and taking care of your health. You might experience delays. You might have miscommunications, stuff like that. Other things with mercury retrograde, breaking things, spilling things, losing things. You might misplace something. And that's okay. Give yourself the benefit of the doubt in confusing times. Give somebody else the benefit of the doubt. But if somebody says something to you and it is out of place, you might want to ask them what they mean before you get upset and launch at them. You know what I mean? Abundance comes with patience. It's important not to force yourself or others to do things within the next month or so. Spread kindness and remind yourself 
What if the best case scenario happens? You can remind yourself what is the best case scenario. Because we might feel doubt, anxiety, depression. These emotions might come up with Mercury retrograde. So remind yourself, actually, not what is the worst, but what is the best case scenario? What is the best case scenario? So please don't make impulsive decisions. Please be very well thought out and well communicated before setting things in stone. Take it easy. Give yourself grace and kindness. Give others grace and kindness. I don't think we have any other questions. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned something new with this talk. Make sure that you take it easy and give yourself love. And if you are listening to this on Spotify or YouTube, Apple Podcasts, wherever it is you're tuning in from, make sure to subscribe, hit the like button, give it a five-star rating and review, and make sure to share this podcast with your friends if you feel like they would benefit from it. And I hope to edit the rest of the content that I already have pre-recorded very, very soon in the near future. I don't know how soon it's going to be uploaded, but I was feeling called to get this episode out really quickly. So I, this episode was recorded on August 14th of 2023. Hopefully it'll already be uploaded by the end of the week before the Mercury retrograde officially starts so that people can listen to it and have access to it throughout the Mercury retrograde. But regardless of when I actually uploaded it, thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye.